0: Nation welcome back for part two here of our NC State Clemson breakdown baby with Clemson sports uh, crew got Lawton Swan here again make sure again if you haven't already again make sure to check out part one that is a must must do as again you kind of see what we talked about heading up to this point talking about the Clemson Wake Forest game talking about DJ Um, you know what we can, ex- we can expect from here him here this Saturday but you know Lawton, so let me ask you kind of a, a, a plain question so because I know for us as NC State fans, you know, I could tell you kind of what this game means for us. Uh, but you know, obviously, Clemson's had a lot of, you know, obviously great moments. Obviously, winning two national championships, uh, you know, winning multiple AC championships over the years. So, how big of a game would you say this is from the Clemson side?
1: I mean, it's top ten matchup. I mean, like they don't, they don't get, yeah. they don't get any bigger than that in the regular season. I mean, honestly. Right maybe maybe one two clipson clipson listen they they don't see NC state any different than they saw Louisiana Tech any different than they saw Furman and that's how you yeah. that's how you build consistency right like you can't look at this game and think oh my goodness I we just gotta you know this is uh you know, this is it and we gotta pour it all into this game and and then we don't have to worry about anything else every week you're gonna get the best right and so sure. that's kind of yeah. where Clemson sees it. Now, for me, I'm an old textile guy, so this is the old textile bowl for me. <laughs> so you know, I spent many Saturdays up in Raleigh at Carter Finley Stadium tailgating with the textile crew up there uh, at NC State. So I know all about that, man. If we need to talk about some two two twelves, we can on the program I mean, if that's what we need to get into. But I, yeah. I just you know, I, I, Clemson. Look to me, to me in the Atlantic Coast Conference. Right prior to. Florida State coming in prior to Maryland leaving NC State in my opinion would be Clemson's top rival like that would be that would be it Florida State came in started running the league and Mm -hmm. and that kind of became Clemson's main rival because that's who Clemson wanted to be all the ACC championships that the Tigers have through the years if that's who they wanted to be and so Florida State sort of took that role and Maryland left to go to the Big Ten but for me, like when they came out with a new schedule, they said, well, who do you want, man? I said, all right, they got to play NC State, they got to play Georgia Tech, and they got to play Florida State. Anybody yeah. else in the league, I I don't care if you ever play them again. But those right. three, we got to play. And mm-hmm. so, you know, I think that it's an important matchup for everybody. I, I think that, you know, Clemson fans still remember those days when it was put on as the textile bowl. And mm-hmm. it, there were times, man, listen, I felt like Jamie Barnett quarterbacked at NC state for 35 years. Like that dude drove me insane when I was in college. And so to me, it's still a great rivalry. Uh, Obviously Duke and North Carolina have their thing in basketball. And I think for Clemson and NC state fans for a while, they were kind of two of the teams in this league that were really investing in football. And so, you know, to me, that's, that's why it's one of my favorites, and and I don't think you know Clemson sees it any different. But a top ten matchup between these two teams, oh yeah,
0: it's gonna be great. Yeah, no, I agree with you. Go ahead, Mackenzie.
2: So uh, you said in part one, talking about how uh, this is like the moment to like see how Devin, what Devin Leary's made up, and I agree completely. But through you can tell throughout the games that State's played that the playbook has opened up a little more each game. And I think that we finally got to see the throws that we wanted to see last night, even though it was against um, obviously not a Clemson team. But do you think – is that the same side for Clemson? Like are y'all opening y'all's playbook up a little bit more every game do you feel or do y'all have everything out on the field for like each game?
1: Yeah, it's funny because – so I asked Tommy Bowden who coached at Clemson. He comes on my show every Friday. And so the previous head coach, the guy that hired Dabo, the guy that brought Dabo Swing to Clemson, I asked him that same question, McKenzie. I said, "Coach, can I ask you something? Do you guys hold things back in your playbook? Like when you know you're playing against a team that you're going to beat, do you hold things back?" He said, "Heck no. Nobody holds anything back." He said, "You have your plan and your scheme and your objectives and you kind of go with that, but as far as like cuz to, to us on you know this side, we think I wouldn't want to show all my hand. I wouldn't want to show all my cards. I would sure. you know, if I'm playing Thurman, sure. I'm going to throttle it back. Why do I want yeah. to show NC yeah. State everything that I've got in the, the holster? Tommy Bowden has no reason to say to me that, no, teams don't do that. And so my, my only answer is I don't think anybody's held anything back. Uh, according to a guy that did it at the highest level and got paid handsomely to do it and to leave, mind you, and he'll tell you. Um, <laughs> he, he says no. Coaches don't hold things back. So I'm just assuming you know whatever we've seen from the playbook standpoint from NC State and from Clemson just dealt with matchups and where they thought they had an advantage and not so much well let's don't show this because NC State might you know see something on tape now there's probably Absolutely. a trick play or two that all these guys have right they they've got their two point conversion that you haven't seen they've got you know your, your fake field goal that you haven't seen but as far as just the standard offense yeah, I think we've probably not. seen most of it. <laughs>
2: We
0: still always we lost, always right? It didn't really yeah. out too <laughs> well. Yeah, well, but, but it's funny though because in in the post game, actually, Coach Dorn even said that he wanted to basically put it on film, you know, for opponents to see. So again, it is a chess match. That's that's the thing which you know a lot of fans got to keep in mind is that football is one thousand percent a chess match. The entire season is one big chess match. You're you're you know just like you said, you know, it's like you know at the end of the day you can't look too far ahead because then the day you got to take care of business right now. But at the end of the day, you also know what's going to come down the line because you have, you have the schedule right in front of you. And so at the end of the day, you know, for for reasons that we as fans do not understand, there's a reason why Coach Doran last night decided I want to run a fake field goal last night with Chris Dunn. Now, we don't know necessarily why that is or why he decided to do that, but he has his reasons. And at the end of the day, you know, again, we were 10 years ago, we were, you know, a 3-9 and nine team and had, you know, and to no disrespect of the players on that team, but just not really much talent to really talk about. And then back in 2019, we also went three and nine again. You know, with you know basically a handful of quarterbacks. So at the end of the day, I mean, got to give Coach Dorn, you know, respect and trust his decisions up until this point, because he got us here. Then the day we're sitting here in the top ten with the opportunity and College Game Day mm-hmm. to go face a Clemson team and have an opportunity to put ourselves in the driver's seat of the Atlantic Division. So uh, again. Mm-hmm that's why if i mean for, for like and that's why i asked you at the beginning like how big of a game it is is it for clemson fans Because i can guarantee you that as big as it is for uh, for the biggest clemson fan out there it's 10 it's times 25. bigger for every state fan it's yeah 25. it's just it, this <laughs> it's is just a huge biggest. moment but you know just because obviously for clemson wise i mean it's not going to affect anything from a like like there's not like there's a single Clemson fan out there that if Clemson loses this game it's gonna be like Dabo stinks he, he you know you, you need to fire him like you know he, you need to move on from from Dabo like no you're not gonna think that whatsoever uh but but for but for NC State side it's like this is what Dorns has built up to is to this point he came in saying one pack one goal which is nine mission win championship yeah. so and it's not it's something we haven't had in in well over forty years uh you know for NC State so for us it's like. And I think we got we got like, if, if we want to get to that point, which this team can get there, we got to get by this, 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 you know, this one point. Now, the question which I do want to ask you is I know you probably watched uh, the documentary by the ACC Network about uh, NC State uh, during the preseason heading up until the couple of weeks, you know, before uh, the season started. So I know you've seen that one clip of Isaiah Moore and Peyton Wilson sitting there saying, you know, Clemson thinks they got the best defense <laughs> in the country and both of them like. Okay. So and I know there was a lot of, you know, players even that quote tweeted it and to me that's what honestly honestly that makes me excited. The fact that, you know, Clemson's like, okay, and then C State, you know, players are like, okay. So to me, I I again I, I I think that that clip will be a big reason why even more that you'll yeah. see two teams put it all out on the line on Saturday. I mean, so so what were you kind of thoughts when you originally saw that clip?
1: I mean It's look, if you don't believe in yourself, who else is going to believe in you? I didn't, I didn't play college football, but I can tell you when I did play football, I never, I never played any sport where I walked out there and thought, boy, I'm about to get crushed. Now there was probably a moment (laughs) in the first half of some games where I looked around with, well, we're getting crushed. But, you know, sure. until it happens, right? Like everybody's, everybody's, you got to have that determination. I thought, you know, it's, you know, it's two guys that, you know, that play very, I mean, it's a good defense. Don't get me wrong. It might be, like I said, it might be the best defense uh, in the Atlantic Coast Conference. It might be certainly the best defense that Clemson faces in the yeah. ACC this year. So it'll be a test yeah. for Clemson. Um, but this is a, a Tiger team that, you know, if, if, you look at statistically over the last seven years or so in college football has been one of the best bar none, and that's including Alabama. I mean, it's like Clemson and Georgia and one other team that's maybe Ohio State, you know, and and so it's tough to be that consistent. And so, you know, if, if the NC State guys think that they're the best defense in the country, they they can roll in Death Valley and prove it on Saturday night, mm-hmm. but I don't blame them for believing it. I would too. I mean, you gotta sure. believe in yourself.
2: I think no. that like that's bulletin board material for Clemson. I feel like our bulletin board material goes all the way back to 2016. I think that yeah. Dave Doran is still has that chip on his shoulder, and I think that plus the top ten matchup College Game Day. But I think he's just like look, because I know State fans. We're still we still have nightmares about that 2016 game. <laughs> so yeah. I'm just. I know that that's probably our bulletin board material going into the game.
0: Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. I no. think look, anytime. Yeah. So, so for Clemson, the kind of the counter t- would be what it felt like when you finally got past Florida State, yeah. because yeah. you know every time you you just somehow Bobby Bowden somehow mm-hmm. would find a way somehow Jimbo Fisher. I mean Clemson in two thousand and fourteen. Starts Cole Stout at quarterback. They got Deshaun Watson. He's a freshman. Cole misses a guy wide open in the end zone. Finally, Dabo Sweeney. That was the the last straw. That was when Dabo switched to Deshaun Watson. And, Mm And Clemson would have won that game had Cole Stout just completed that pass. Nonetheless, Clemson's at the goal line. They got a freshman quarterback, and they line him up in shotgun because that's what he's accustomed to, and that's what he's practiced. He hadn't gone under center. And Clemson snaps it over his head, and, and they end up losing that game. That's one of the three losses uh, in 2014, mm-hmm.
0: and so it's mm-hmm. kind of like
1: that. Every time you think, "Okay, this is the one," you you don't get it done. And NC State got it done a year ago, and then ultimately didn't finish the job and couldn't win the division. So, and Clemson had those moments too, right, where they beat Florida State mm-hmm. and then couldn't win the league. So, it's it's. You know, it it resonates a lot more with NC State because you guys hold on to that moment a lot more than the winner, right? I I can tell you, the losses are much more painful and they linger a lot longer. So I I think that's an advantage for NC State outside of they beat this Clemson team a year ago. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And Clemson knows what that felt like a season ago. And believe me, yeah. That's been in their minds as much as anything going into this game is retribution for what happened in Raleigh.
0: Well, and that's why like for me, like you know, everybody was talking, you know, when we were kind of looking at the Clemson wake forest game. Everybody was saying, you know, well, if wake forest wins this game, Clemson's go into NC state game pissed off. I'm like, they're going to go and pissed off anyway. Like, you know, it's a big game. I mean, we're, you know, we're probably, we we ended up being a top 10 team. And, uh, you know, at the end of the day, it's like, you know, we, we beat them last year, but also too, I mean, we have our reasons as well. Like, that's why to me, like yesterday, more of what I was happy to see was, you know, obviously a game that kind of, you know, forced Clemson to, to push itself all the way, not only through 60 minutes, but even through two overtimes as well to get it done while on our side we're able to basically just take care of business, take care of Yukon and then move on and overall stay very healthy for the most part. Um, so, you know, but yeah, that's why to me, it was like, it doesn't matter. You know, it's, it, this game is not going to change how much more emotion is going to be put into next Saturday than if they would have won or lost that game either way. So that, that, that was my, that was kind of my two thoughts on that, but yeah, no. Uh, yeah, though, now one thing, yeah, go ahead. But,
1: most of these guys probably after the game went out to a club for two hours and danced all night long. So, you know, they're they're 18 to 22 year old. They they act like a bunch of old, old men. Now my back will be hurting tomorrow from doing this interview, but you know, come on, (laughs) give me a break
0: guys. Absolutely.
2: A question that I've been wondering with the hurricane news coming in, how do you think that affects the game? Do you think that that means Clemson will have more of a, Advantage state will have more of an advantage because we. Obviously, everybody knows both of our defenses are stout. I think state is a little bit better of a defense, in my personal opinion. But not biased, right? (laughs) Right? Not biased. I feel. I was wondering, like, do you feel Clemson? Because obviously, Will Shipley is a star. I mean, that's just. But as in, like, Demi Sumo, freshman Jordan Houston, like, who do you think has that advantage, if there is one? with the hurricane coming through
1: it's so tricky. I mean, you know, Clemson has the fortune and and none of these guys were on the team, but you know, that Notre Dame game back when we had that huge storm and all the flooding and all that stuff uh, in 2015 was kind of similar game day was there. It was uh, Deshaun Watson versus Deshaun Kaiser and it poured all day long. And Mm -hmm. it just kind of was a sloppy game. Clemson got out to a big lead. Notre Dame fought back, and Clemson stopped the two-point conversion to win it. I tend to feel like it favors – when you can throw the ball, when it's just not a torrential downpour where – because I – remind me now, because I I might have the wrong team, but I thought NC State maybe three or four years ago played in a game where there was just so much rain, you couldn't even see the field, right? Yeah, Okay. And and so it can get to the point where it's almost impossible to throw the football. And and so if we don't cross over into that realm, then I think it favors either offense, honestly, because the the wideouts know where they're going and the defenders right. have to right. react. And when you have to react, if your weight gets a bit, you know, shifted the wrong way, you're you're dead in the water, literally. Yeah. And so yeah. you know, I, I don't know who it would favor per se. But uh, if it's just a sloppy, ugly ground game, I mean, Clemson's defensive line, they got about seven guys and six of them will probably be playing in the NFL. It, I think it would be tough to run the football all day. If Clemson knew you couldn't throw the ball, it would be it would be tough. Now, the question could become in that scenario, okay and 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 this would be something that Clemson doesn't scheme for right now, but do you go to a situation where you make DJ a runner? Right. And have that extra head yeah. in the box because I don't think Devin Leary would be as suited for that type of thing to give you just that extra guy. You know, can, would that be a big advantage for Clemson? I think it's kind of an unknown at, at this point, but I'm hopeful that we'll have rain, but it won't be ruin the game kind of rain. Yeah. Right.
0: Before we continue, we want to take a quick second to tell you about our sponsor, Flatlands Jessup Insurance Group, that has your whole world covered, with agents in five offices throughout Eastern North Carolina to help you decide how much coverage you need, offering policies for home and auto, recreational vehicles, commercial, crop, health, life, and employee benefits. They are able to combine options to find a comprehensive solution that works for you. Flatlands Jessup protects the things you love so you can spend less time wearing and more time enjoying them. Find them on Facebook and Instagram at Flatlands Jessup. You can also visit their webpage at www.flatlandsjustup.com. So please make sure to go and check them out. Well, and obviously for us, I mean, you know, we faced a Texas Tech defense that had, I mean, that beat beat Texas yesterday. And, uh, I mean, you know, they obviously have a dual threat quarterback, uh, you know, that was playing for them as well as, you know, saw a run game as well. We shut them down, you know, from a run game perspective, everything they got on us was for, from throwing the ball, um, You know, so I mean, like to me, it's kind of funny because like if it does rain as much as it could from a hurricane game, to me, it's like you throw any analysis out the window, you throw any stats, you throw any thoughts, who the heck knows is who's going to win that game. And whoever does, it's not going to be there's not going to be a single person saying, I knew we would win that game. There is nobody on this earth that would know we're going to win this game because of if it's a rain game like that. And honestly too, because I, and you kind of mentioned as well, that if it does, again, get to a point where you have to run the ball, you can't throw the ball. You're not going to see Leary yet in the backfield. I almost would bet my bottom dollar that you got to put Jack Chambers in there, who is much more the dual threat quarterback. He's a guy that's experienced has taken a lot of snaps during his time, time at Georgia Southern. Um, And he's again, he's a guy that can run the ball. Uh, So, you know, to me, it's, it's, It's kind of crazy to think about. It's like, man, this game could be a a huge one of Devin Leary versus DJ and, you know, nighttime, a beautiful night, college game day, and Lee Corso there. But then the other side could be a total (laughs) washout and just like Jack Chambers starting at quarterback and DJ literally running 30 times. Like, that's.
1: Don't (laughs) fumble uh, the football. Don't fumble the football. Exactly. (laughs) please don't yeah lumble. yeah
0: yep. final score might be 2-0 and i would not be surprised one bit and like <laughs> it, seriously so but again so, that's why i'm hoping i i want to see a great game i do i mean i know myself and some of the other Tuffy talk crew we're gonna make our way down there for sure uh you know and uh, you know enjoy it that's why i mean if i'm gonna be down there if i'm gonna drive all that way i want to make sure i see a great game i don't i don't i mean at the end of the day, i'll take a win you know if it's a win but at the end of the day i mean you know i just want to see a great game as well and i think it'll be everything and then some so um, you know, wanted to kind of touch a, you know, on Will Shipley before we kind of get into our predictions here. But you know, obviously Will Shipley is a guy that both of his parents Trader. went to <laughs> both of his parents went to NC State. Uh, right. you know, and uh so you know obviously losing him was was definitely uh you know a stinger for sure. But you know, at the end of the day, everybody just gotta keep in mind. Then they, th- when he made that decision, he was a 17, 18 year old kid, you know, just trying to make the best decision for himself for, for his future. And so, you know, but then day he made his decision and, you know, can't blame him. it is what it is. Um, now, obviously from our end, you know, we have a young guy, Demi Sumo, that's been really good so far, um, that we see a lot of potential in, but, you know, we know that for sure from watching Bill Shipley, he is a star and we knew that that's why we were going so hard after him. Um, but where would you kind of see him in terms of, some of the all-time greats that Clemson's had, you know, it turns out, I mean, you know, obviously, you know, last year or sorry, a couple of years ago, having Travis Etienne, um, Wayne Gallman, you know, where would you kind of see him potentially being when his time is all said and done at Clemson?
1: Yeah, it's still so early and, and he was injured a good bit last year. And yeah. so I think statistically his numbers are a little under the radar for that. Yeah. I was surprised he got run down yesterday, which kind of surprised me. I, I didn't think he'd get run down from behind on the first play, he busted for fifty three yards, and then got tracked down by by a high school teammate, mind you. Oh, um, cool. At Wake Force. but barely, uh, he barely caught him. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know, yeah. do I? Yeah, he's not in the top ten. I mean, he's not yeah. in the top ten. Sure. Uh, he probably has the skill set to climb into the top five. Uh, But, you know, you got, like you said, Travis Etienne, Wayne Gallman, C.J. Spiller. I mean, there have been so many. Andre Ellington. You know, there have been so many great running backs. Um, I think he's got top five potential, especially Mm -hmm. catching them all in the backfield. I think that he's as versatile. He's the most versatile running back Clemson's had. Since CJ Spiller, in that regard, right. like I, yeah, I know people yeah. wanted to compare him to Christian McCaffrey coming out of high school because he's a white guy playing running back, and that's completely <laughs> unfair. Yeah. Christian McCaffrey's like a unicorn, yeah, but they yeah. do an, an injured unicorn right, quite yeah. a bit. But, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right, right, but I think he has that kind of ability, uh, and you still see it now. What he has that Travis Etienne had. That Wayne Gallman had, that CJ Spiller had, that not every running back has. Relentless pursuit. You saw it yesterday on that touchdown run. Like initially, I thought a lineman pushed him into the end zone. I thought, man, yeah. good on that lineman yeah. getting down there and pushing him in. Oh no. Like you said earlier, that was just Will willing his way into the end zone and fighting for every inch of the field.
0: He shouldn't have, Dude, made, it. That's, he should have made it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, that's, that's, that's what you want to see, right? That's what like, as a father, that's what I'm trying to teach my daughter when she's playing soccer. Like that is the type of effort that I need to see from you. Not all the time, but at times in the game, that's the effort you have to play with.
0: Absolutely. I agree. Yeah, no. And and, uh, you know, and and the one kind of side question I want to ask you was, does it kind of intrigue you at all seeing him on the kick return side at all? Or do you feel like it's just because, I mean, just like you said, he's the most versatile weapon that Clemson has. So, you know, he's the best option that we can have from from a kick return side.
1: Yeah, you know, they used to put Travis Etienne back there, and you know, a lot of teams mm. are like, "Whoa, why are you putting your best running back back there to return kicks?" Because it's it can be such a you know, such a tough spot for him. But yeah, I think they really feel comfortable with him. You know, first holding on to the football, and two, they know that you know if he makes one man miss, he can. He can break one for 50, 60, 70 yards. So, yeah, it's a little surprising, but it's something that I would say we, you know, people that cover Clemson have kind of gotten used to it. And you don't see it around the country all that often.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. I agree with you on that. So, uh, with that being said, uh, you know, we kind of reached the point here where we kind of talk a little bit about predictions for this game. Now, again, this is all a absolutely probably the biggest asterisk that you'll ever see because obviously we're recording this on Sunday, September 25th. We don't know what's going to happen with this hurricane, but obviously, you know, so basically what I'm saying is that you could see a realm of predictions here depending on what happens with that hurricane. But we're basically going to predict as if, you know, it's a beautiful night for college football, college game day, primetime on ABC. Definitely. And we'll go from there. Um, so, so so instead of kind of starting you off being the first one, you know, because I definitely predict kind of where this is going to go in terms of who everybody's going to predict to win, which, you know, rightfully so. Gammy. it's two great teams playing football, you know, that I think uh, both have a lot of possibilities to win. So, uh, you know, not necessarily going to see a lot of shockers here, but Kenzie, Since, since we definitely a hundred thousand percent know where you're going to go, let's go ahead and get you first. Let's go and get your prediction out of the way. Let's go for it.
2: We can't be ourselves. That's all I'm. That's all I'm worried about. That's the only thing I'm worried about. Yeah. Um, I think the score. Honestly, I Honestly, don't even care. I just want to win. Twenty-four. Uh, 24- <laughs> Twenty-four, twenty-one state i think chris dunn's gonna Help redeem him. us from 2016 <laughs> i think we're gonna leave happy and then now clemson fans get to experience that pain for a couple of years it's, well, it's only fair it's y'all's turn
0: well and i <laughs> and i can respect that score too again i truly do think it's going to be a i, I it's not going to be a shootout i in my in my opinion so michael what you got man
2: yeah i, I i'm right around the Um
1: score. I think it'll be, uh, I think it'll be a low scoring game. You know, I think the key really is how well can NC state run the ball versus Clemson because that's obviously Clemson's strength. So if we can get any type of run game going, I think that bodes well, um, for us, but if that gets shut down, then, you know, it'll be tough to get in the end zone. Um, yeah. I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna go right around right around Kenzie's score. I'll say
0: 24-20, NC State. Okay. All right, Law. What you got for us, my man?
1: Well, I don't give my official prediction till Friday on my show, so it's a oh. little, it's a little early in the week for me. Um, okay. I'm
2: scared? I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs>
1: yeah, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. If your people want to, you know, if your listeners want to find out, they can tune in on Friday. Um, there you cool. go. That was a nice. Know, of I soap think soap. that. I think that this is the kind of game that NC State would have to win to move into that, you know, conversation. Maybe every year that okay, this is going to be a football school, yeah, right. Sure. Like they're they're borderline on that conversation right now. I would make the argument uh, they're a team that when when Herb Street or Corso or anybody out there in college football is talking about college football um, being the the sport, if you will, they're not quite there yet. You know, Clemson mm-hmm. gets that talk, Ohio State, Alabama, you mm-hmm. know, the schools that you hear about every week. Oh. Heck, yep. Texas gets that talk, and they, they have done gets that talk. But, um,
2: besides the point.
1: Yeah. But I think you, you win this game, right? And then all of a sudden, now you're probably top seven, top eight, you're undefeated you're climbing, you know, you probably have a chance to go undefeated into the ACC championship game. Then you're starting to get in those conversations. So this would be the catalyst to that. I think night game, death Valley will be difficult. Uh, I, I would think Clemson is going to have enough offensively to win this game. I think if you bank on DJ being what he was a year ago, you got the wrong guy right now. Yeah. And so I would think Clemson wins it, but I agree. I think it'll be a tight ball game. I think it'll be one of those where you're, you know, whoever's got the ball is going, oh my goodness, just, we got, you know, this has got to be a, we can't, we can't afford to punt here. We've got to make something happen. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. and, and Right. Exactly. Exactly. And whoever, you know, makes the most plays will win the game. And the fact that it's a night game in Death Valley, I, I like that for Clemson. I think. Yeah. You know, I think we can all agree that road games, I mean, that envi- environment still means a lot in college football.
0: 100%. Yes, it does. Yeah, no. Well, I guess something we haven't even talked about either is the fact that, you know, Clemson, just like you said, has had a couple of players out that, you know, they're looking to have back this week for sure. Uh, now, again, I mean, in terms of how much of a, yeah. you know, of a change that makes, you know, is, is to be foreseen for sure. I mean, there's no way to necessarily predict that just because of the fact that, you know, obviously injuries, you know, some do better with some do not so better with. So, you know, it'll be an interesting thing to see, you know, how, how these uh, Clemson players kind of, if they do come back, you know, what they do with it kind of deal. So, uh but yeah, I mean, for me, kind of the keys are really, you know, obviously last year we had a guy like, you know, a Mecca Mezzi that, you know, is is up there, one of the best wide receivers that NC State has had. He was just a guy that, you know was was Devin Leary's right-hand man you know at the end of the day if Devin Leary didn't know where to throw the ball he was going to throw it to Mecca and Mecca was going to make a play for him and this year you know we have a guy you know obviously Thayer Thomas is a guy that you know has been very consistent but a guy like Devin Carter even is a guy that you know we all foresee that has the talent obviously made the big play to you know catch a touchdown to over you know eventually beat Clemson last year uh he has the talent to do it but you know can he take that step forward and be that elite wide receiver one that we need? If we're going to beat Clemson, we need guys to get separation, especially with the defensive line that Clemson has. We can't be sitting in the – you can't have Devin Leary sitting in the pocket for five, six seconds because he's not going to last five, six seconds. Eventually, Clemson's going to get to him. So you got to get rid of that ball. Um, so And also, too, because, again, you well, you, you just got to make it easy, you know, easier, as, as easy for Devin Leary as you can. Um, you know, and just give him an opportunity, you know, give him a give him a little bit of separation, and he's a good enough quarterback that if you give him a little bit of separation, he'll get it to you. So for me, I think the the big the biggest kind of X factor is can the wide receiver step up in a big situation and help Devin Leary to be successful? Um now, I mean, obviously from a run game perspective, I completely agree with Michael because then the day, if we are one dimensional, eventually Clemson's gonna figure out a way to stop it. But if we can run the ball at least effectively to a point, you know, that way Clemson has to respect the run game to a point, then that's all in our yeah. favor, um, you know, for sure. So, so for me, I see this as, again, being a super emotional game. I think it's, it's a game where both teams leave everything out there. I know we've said it the whole time I'm thinking around a, you know, again, it's, it's kind of funny. I, I, I see this as being also too, probably like around a, like a 28 to 24, something like that range, you know, where, where Clemson has ball laid, has to go down and score, uh, you know, to win the game. You know, I know it, it, it may all sound like, you know, we're just, we're just copying each other, but I just really, that's how I really do see it. It's two great elite defenses with offenses that are, very very solid and just like you were saying you know it has 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 been a great offense overall for Clemson and overall I mean for NC State there's a lot of questions there now I mean can if Devin Leary steps up and plays as well as we expect him to it can definitely be a high school game if DJ does what he did against Wake Forest and he's productive then yeah it can be a definitely higher scoring game for sure but just that's a huge question mark so to me I'm always going to lean more on the side of that Leary is going to have to you know, work his way through the game rather than him, you know, being able to just go in there and throw 350 yards on, on Clemson, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, so that, that's kind of my, you know, kind of thoughts of, of the game. But again, just like you said, it's, it's a huge asterisk there, you know, whatever happens with this weather, I just, I, I really hope it stays <laughs> yeah. away so we can enjoy a great football game. So, um, but lawn again, uh, I really do appreciate your time. Thank you so, so much. And again, uh, you know, it was great getting some insight. Um, you know, I'm sitting here again, where this is Sunday night. And I'm thinking to myself. God, I have to wait six more days for this game. Like I'm, I don't know if I'm be able to sleep at night. This is going to be a crazy game, and I'm I'm super super excited. Right. I'm nervous. It's 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 awesome, but I'm, I'm looking forward to it. So thank you so much again for your time, Paul. I Really do appreciate it.
1: Yeah, man. Y'all have a safe trip to Clemson, and uh, definitely uh, hope to run into you while we're there.
0: Absolutely. Again, uh, if and also too, if you want to mind law as well, uh, kind of uh, um, help our fans as well, uh, you know, kind of give a plug again on where they can check out uh, the Clemson Sports Side, and uh, so that way they can, you know, maybe once and for all hear your prediction on on, on the score predictions.
1: Yeah, we're on iHeartRadio. It's Fox Sports Radio fourteen hundred every day during drive time. So four to six, so you can stream it on your Amazon Echo, Google Home, or on your phone, cool. uh, and then the website Clemson Sports Talk dot com and uh we've got all our content there i put the radio rewind up every day that's the podcast and then of course you, you know i don't think anybody's gonna subscribe in their favorite podcast app to my show but hey you know what wolfpack fans if you just need to root for another team come on board um but That'd no the last team they the go to. <laughs> yeah <laughs> well no that's not yeah, the last one come but i'm but, yeah. Yeah. here me talk about will shipley <laughs> there
0: you go now again uh, it, it sounds great well again thank you all so much again for tuning again again obviously a huge huge game here 7 30 p.m on saturday night uh, on abc so again there's no way you cannot see the game it's on national tv can't miss it you don't have to go to espn3 or you don't have to be subscribed to espn plus just turn on your tv and it'll probably be right there right in front of you so make sure you just enjoy it again it should be a great game no matter what and definitely looking forward to this huge huge opportunity that nc state will have here on saturday night uh but once again if you haven't already again hit that subscribe button hit that notification bell so that way you're notified whenever you release any new state content and also too, hit that like button if you think NC State's gonna win Hit that like button, baby. And also, give us a follow, of Tuffy Talking Now on Twitter or Instagram. But thank you all so much for your time. We will see you all soon. As always, go pack, baby.